Welcome to the Women Inseparable Freedom Series with author and speaker Jacqueline Palmer. Here's Jacqueline. Let's just read James 3.17. It says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable. It's gentle, it's open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits. So good two words to hold on to as we do this study today. It's impartial and sincere. And that phrase or that conclusion sits with the words and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. We talked about that verse in the last previous lessons as we talked about James and how James is so personal and intentional when he wrote this letter about you. Do you guys notice that as you looked over James? Did you guys look over James this last week? Personal study, you and God. All this stuff, your faith is about you and God. Your body parts, about you and God. The peace within your very soul, it's about you and God. That war between your members, that members of instruments of righteousness and that instruments of unrighteousness, that's all about you and God. And so many times we want to take this stuff and say, but it's their fault. <laughs> Or maybe specifically, it's his fault. Then we've got these blames. It's society, it's government, it's my health, it's my neighborhood, it's my home, it's my... And we want to blame other things, but the fact of the matter is, all that war inside of us, it's you. And by you, I mean it's me. It's the person in your chair. We all have such individual wars within our soul. We have to take responsibility of it. If we want freedom from it, we have to take responsibility from it. And James 3.17 says that the wisdom from above is full of good fruits. As we pull that from the center of that verse. As we continued through James and we looked at James chapter 4, we see the freedom from judgment. Not good. The freedom from judgment. Freedom from receiving judgment from others. Freedom from throwing judgment at ourselves. We're f freedom from judging others. What is that to us? Follow Jesus. So Jesus told Peter when Peter said, but what about John? What's going to happen to John? Jesus says, what is that to you? You, you follow me. Everything is about you and God. Everything. That's where you find freedom. And then we come down to the end of James chapter four, specifically James chapter four. And we see in verse 13, I'm going to read this dialogue <clears throat> again. Think you think God. And it says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. We want to put what we can do in a box that we talked about in the last video. James says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? Oh, I pray you had a good conversation with God over that question. For you, James says, are a mist. I pray that we'll see that sentence as a sentence of freedom. It's a freedom. It's, there's no box around that. You are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. And because of that, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live, we will do this, we'll do that. And it is as it is, he says, you boast in your arrogance, all such boasting is evil. And then he says this one mic drop verse in conclusion of all these chapters, he says, so whoever knows the right thing to do 
So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. We like talking about sin. We do. Do you know a Christian that does not like to talk about sin? I don't. We love talking about sin. Their sin. Don't we? Personal challenge. Personal challenge for this video is stop right here. I'm asking you to pause this video right now and make a list of sins. No rules, no guidelines, make a list of sins. I asked the girls in this room to make a list of sins before this video started, so they got a little sneak peek. The responses to my request, hysterical. Whose sins? My husband's sins? My sins? The world's sins? We categorize, don't we? We hear sins and we categorize. We hear sins and we put them in a box. And we sit here as Christians and we love talking about other people's sins. We love watching the news, slightly full of sin. We like watching TV shows. It's getting warm in here. We love, love, we love talking about sin. This verse is not talking about that list of sins. I'm curious, I'm curious how many of us sat down and wrote the list of sins that James is talking about. I'm curious. In our next video, we're going to talk about a list of sins that Paul writes in the book of Galatians. We're going to get there. We're going to get to a list of sins that might be similar to what we wrote down on our piece of paper. James is trying to remove us from those sins because here's the problem with the list of sins. Sometimes we sit there in our state where we are as we are in our walk with God and we think list of sins and we put the list of sins and we categorize it on a piece of paper and we set it over here and we say okay I don't want to get into that list I'm going to separate myself from that list right don't want to smell it don't want to taste it don't want to I don't want it near me list of sins boom right there so we stay over here and we're like I'm doing good I'm not on that list you ever done that we hear scripture of a list of sins and we're like, okay, doing good. God, we're doing good. I'm not on that list. I'm not in those verses. I'm not in that society. I'm free from that mentality, right? We separate ourselves from it. But then James says, whoever knows the right thing to do to him it is sin, which means if I'm reading this after reading all of James one and two and three and four, and I know the right thing to do is me and God, me and God, me and God, me and God, me and God today, not me and God tomorrow, not me and God in my dream come true or in my goals or in my checklist, but me and God today, more specifically, even still me and God right now, right now, Tuesday afternoon is where I am right now. If I know the right thing, the good thing that I'm supposed to do right now, and I don't do it, that's the first thing on my list. Fun, right? But at the same time, that's freedom. That's freedom because you can't fix something unless you know what you're looking for. And James says you're looking to Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. 
who for a joy knew the right thing that he was supposed to do, and he did it. That's what our Jesus did by dying on the cross. And then he rises again and he gives us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is with us always, always. And the Holy Spirit is always telling us this is what you're supposed to do. And I don't know what went through your head. I don't know if it's something regarding your marriage, regarding your children, regarding your house, regarding your, I don't know. But if you know the good thing, the right thing that you, you are supposed to do right now and you don't do it, that's your list. And that list is going to change every minute of your life. So if we reverse that, then if you do the good thing, you're not sinning. Do you see the freedom there? We live so much like a diet society. I'm going to diet. I can't eat. I can't drink. I can't breathe. I can't sleep. I can't think because all I'm thinking about is my diet, right? Here's my diet. I'm checking my calories. I'm checking my workout. I'm doing my thing. And you put yourself in a box and it's frustrating. And you're like, I've got to stay in this box so I can look so good. And we've got our little thing, our goal, and our brain is consumed by it. We do this with sin. Oh, I don't want to sin. I don't want to sin. I don't want to sin. And we truly don't want to sin. First John says, when you walk with, with Christ, you'd no longer sin. We want that so badly. We want freedom from sin, but all we think about is not sinning. Have you ever been in that position? I want to be a good Christian. I truly want to walk so sweetly with my God. I don't want to sin. 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 And we sin. So like we're thinking about sin always. We're consumed by it. Check it. Evaluate that. See if that's true in your life. We want so badly not to be a part of it that our brain is consumed by it. Our caution is consumed by it. James says, focus on what it's good for you to do right now. Freedom from sin. Instead of thinking, I don't want to sin, I don't want to sin, I don't want to sin, think right now, what do I want to do? And do it. And if you do that right now, guess what you're not doing? You're not sinning. You want freedom from sin? Live right now. What else is there to say? Consider that truth. Live right now. Plan for tomorrow. I, I, five-year plan, do your five-year plan. Have your checklist of what your house needs to look like in a week. Get your calendar. Do all of that. Prepare, plan, do your thing. We're women. We have schedules. We have calendars. We have obligations. We have responsibility. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that war within us, that peace within us, that member of righteousness, that member of unrighteousness. All that we've talked about in this whole series, you want freedom from all of that? Live right now. God's good. That's a sentence you can hold on to. It's a sentence that gave me chills as soon as it was said. You live right now. Whatever that minute is, whatever that moment is that you're moving forward right now, you focus so deeply on doing what it is, washing your dishes. You're busy washing your dishes. You're not sinning. And congratulate yourself. I really wanted to do that thing, but right now I'm doing what I needed to be doing. I'm doing what's good, not sinning. You can't partake in whatever sin that is while doing your chore at the same time, right? This is what we teach our children. Busy hands. Why don't we do that with us as adults right now? Live your life. Live. Today, right now. James says a very powerful verse, a verse that I memorized as a little girl. I hated this verse a handful of times in my life because I felt condemned by it. 
I felt like, how do I function in this? Because you're supposed to do good all of the time, right? And if I'm not doing good all the time, therefore I'm sinning all the time. And I thought far, and I always felt condemned. James is saying there's freedom in this. Whoever knows the right thing to do, do you see the opposite of what the verse is saying? Whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. But if we reverse it and say, whoever knows the right thing to do and is successful in doing it for him, there's no sin. Can we go through today, just today, and spot yourself all day, every hour of the day? Am I doing the right, do I, am I doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing? Do you know we're not called to go stand on a street corner and proclaim the name of Jesus every minute of our life? Do you know that? We're called to live. We're called to be present. We're called to engage with those that are around us. I have a, um, a pastor that I was just heard a story. You know what this pastor does all day? All day, every day, he goes to coffee shops. That's what he does. Monday through Friday, he's in coffee shops. And he just goes to a coffee shop. And he'll find somebody who's at a coffee shop. Can I grab you a coffee? You want to talk? And he sits and talks to them. You know what happens when he sits and talks to those people? Leads them to the Lord. That's what he does. He is called to do that. If he didn't do that to him, that would be sin. We don't need to put ourselves on that scale. That makes sense? That's what he was called to do. And if he does that on a Saturday, catch this. If he does this on a Saturday, when he's called to be at home on his couch in his pajama pants with his children, and he goes to the coffee shop and leads somebody to the Lord, do you see that? To him it is sin. Salvation happens. That's beautiful. His children are at home. Where's dad? What's going to happen to their walk with the Lord? Sitting on the couch in pajama pants with your children, it's a good thing to do. For whosoever knows the good thing to do and does not do it, for him it is sin. Whosoever knows the good thing to do and does it, to him there's no sin. You're free of sin during that moment. And if we can go moment by moment, no sin. Moment by moment, no sin. Moment by moment, no, no sin. Do you see the freedom that Jesus has offered for us? He has given the Holy Spirit, and we're going to get into this in the next video. He's given the Holy Spirit to walk us through a life of no sin, not perfection. Flesh is going to happen. That war is going to happen. But if we're living in this manner with this mindset, instantly, oh God, I'm so sorry. I need to be doing this. Just apologize. No sin. Freedom. Freedom from sin. Oh, God is so good. We're so glad you joined us today. If you need prayer or simply have questions, email us at womeninseparable at gmail.com. You can find more Women Inseparable studies on various social media platforms.